Welcome to Two and a Half Sportsmen, a sports comedy podcast hosted by Jordan Pomaville, Joel Anderson, and your sports outsider, Phil Ranta. Let's get it on. And now it's time for another bum, 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 sports throughout history. Brought to you by the History Channel. Oh, there's so much history. I just can't wait for you to turn on my channel and then watch it for a million years to catch up on all that history. Ah, history. Uh, this week, stool ball. Stool ball. That's right. Something fun you can do with your stool. And ball. <laughs> yes, indeed. Uh, today, uh, we're going to look at one of the potential, arguably, ancestors of baseball and or cricket, stool ball. So no, that's not just a description of what happens when you get really constipated. <laughs> Gross! Does that mean that it's like a ball of stool that comes? Is that what you're imagining with that joke? That was my interpretation. Of yeah, it. like it's it's a, it comes out like a volleyball. Up. Very dry, dehydrated ball of stool. Yeah, yesterday yeah. my my so I my uh, two year old uh, daughter was in a bath and I heard her start to cry because I was staring at my phone like a good father does and I look <laughs> inside the bath and she was holding up this rock hard piece of poop in her hand oh. and going ah and she cried until I took it from her hand oh. that was kind of like stool ball what a what a what an adorable father daughter story yeah I'm gonna tell that one at her wedding. Uh, yeah, actually, I, I, I really hope I get to see that. <clears throat> but, but Joel, this was, you're saying this was a precursor to, uh, cricket and baseball, that sort of thing? A yeah, bat and ball sport? Potentially both of them. And this is, things are a little bit murky, but well, it is a very okay. old English sport, uh, most popular in Sussex. Oh. Uh, in fact, it's known as Sussex's national sport, which is its own little joke because they're not actually a nation. So that's, right. you know, fun provincial humor for you right That's there. the most British humor ever. <laughs> right? And because they've, they've already got like three different nationalities just in their little archipelago there. They want us to learn more? No, sir. Yeah. <clears throat> so the, the game involves hurling a ball at like an elevated wicket type thing. It's like a board. Uh, and you're trying, you know, and then, you know, the batter has a paddle and they're swinging at the ball to hit it, prevent it from hitting the board. Uh, and then they knock it out there, and then the ball is fielded and thrown back in. But the runners can score points or runs by going back and forth between these two wickets. That sounds so, very similar to cricket, then. Yeah. yeah. Very similar to cricket in its basic structure. But like baseball, or rounders in the sense that the ball is not bounced off the ground on the way to the batter. Part of why some in England refer to it as cricket in the air. Which sounds way cooler than what this actually is. You know, I heard that the first time, that the, in the first draft of Air Bud, it was actually Air Cricket. Yeah. Uh, but then they realized that they couldn't get a cricket trained well enough in order to dunk a basketball. Yeah. There were, there were a few pre-production meetings about the laws of physics and a cricket and a basketball that just didn't go very well. So. But you gotta admit, crickets do jump high. <laughs> they do. They do. It's what but, made them uh, the obvious first choice for this movie pitch. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, but yeah. So cricket in the air has me imagining like cricket with trampolines or played by like Air Jordan. And that's not what this is at all. 
It's it's just sort of like uh uh it's kind of lame actually, but uh the sport's origins supposedly lie with milkmaids. The Things story are gets yeah. cool. The story goes that eight milkmaids were abducted as part of some sort of sick twisted Christmas gift and Q-Anon. developed the game to pass the enormous amounts of spare time they had as the gift gift involved the eight maids but no cows to speak of. Like, what I, are you going to do, milk swans? Come on. So that that's a bit, right? Yeah, um, no, that's definitely, that's a oh, bit about... It's one well, of those, I, I thought you could have actually been talking about British history just then. So yeah. that's why I was very tentative. No, little 12 <laughs> days of uh, Christmas no, I, humor there. I got it. I didn't know if that, that piece of history inspired the song lyric. <laughs> I just imagine that never know milkmaids because like the milkmaids would all have to work with each other and sit on stools all the time. And then one time one of them made the other one angry. So they chucked a ball at the other one and went, aha. Yeah, that that's probably it, Phil, because yeah. the reason for the name stool ball is that these milkmaids would use their milk, milk stools as the, the wickets. So you'd you'd have like you'd you'd be throwing it, and then the milk bowls or biddles were what they would use as their like paddle to to whack the ball. Hence the name stool ball, uh, and also hence the name biddle battle. It's archaic name. And biddle it's, battle. Yeah, that, said in a British accent. I bet that that sounds delightful. Biddle battle. Biddle battle. Biddle battle. Oh, this match is going to be a great battle, battle, battle. <laughs> that sounds like something that, like, orphans would eat, like, right. in the late 19th century. Yeah. Can I have another bowl of brittle, brittle? I want to have a hat pence. A you hat pence? Could I get a brittle, battle? You know what else it sounds like is a much better name than stool ball. <laughs> That's true. Why would they change it to stool ball? Biddle battle? That's fun. Everyone's asking questions about that. Stool ball, it's like, okay, what? How well, do you if they play? ever want to compete with the likes of, like, football or baseball, they've got to have a really flashy name like that. Stool ball. <laughs> Just Biddle Battle would look so good on a t-shirt. Yeah. Biddle Battle. Yeah, I, I got to say this is true. But uh, perhaps more importantly, this also brings up a key aspect to the sports history in that it was uh, originated and played in its first uh, form by women. Uh, and prior to 1870, uh, there were very few outdoor recreal, recreational activities that involved ladies. Uh, you know what's funny? That's right. I just found out that the the uh, WNBA is mostly played by women. <laughs> yes. That is true, Phil. Yeah. Times are different now. But uh, the, it is definitely true that there was no Title IX in 1609. Ah. Right. This is uh, the WNBA of the 17th century, if you will. There yeah, we go. But 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 it in this case it's like the WNBA pre exists before the NBA would be the interesting here thing here. I mean technically whoa, baseball, whoa, whoa, that, that construct blew my mind. Right? Technically I follow that construct, man. Technically baseball was invented by girls. <laughs> Worth what? noting. What? 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 <laughs> whoa, dude. Uh but yeah, but that's the thing when it comes to history. Stoolball has oh so much of it. Uh, Shakespeare refers to Stoolball in the play Two Noble Kinsmen, which he ah. co-wrote with John Fletcher in 1634. Stoolball is a reference uh, uh, that's used as a euphemism for sex. 
<laughs> that sounds like Shakespeare. You Everything in Shakespeare is a euphemism for sex. Yeah. The Chuck Lorre of his day. <laughs> yes, right. indeed. Uh, but you guys are uh, quite lucky. You know how we have a series of microphones recording everything all over the world? No, that, that was is the our last, conceit. That was the last <laughs> podcast. Nope, yeah. that's, that's how it works. Uh, so we actually have a 2006 recording of the Royal Shakespeare Company performing Two Noble Kinsmen. So we can actually hear the reference to stool ball in question from 1634. Uh, let's 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 go in there and see if we we can hear what it sounds like. Pretty soul, how do ye? That's a fine maid. There's a curtsy. Yours to command in the way of honesty. How far is it the way of the end of the world, me masters? Why a day's journey, wench? Will you go with me? What shall we do there, wench? Why, play it, stool What else is there to do? Whoa. Yeah, I got the sexual innuendo. Wow. Woo. Steamy. Stand back. Shonda Rhimes, 17th century England, slaps you in the face. I think that was an episode of Silk Stockings. Yeah. Uh, but that is actually, that is not the oldest reference to Stoolball by far. Uh, over 300 years earlier, uh, the reference to Stoolball that occurs in 1330. Uh, maybe. Uh, the first known reference comes from William Pagula, the vicar of Winkfield, which is near Windsor, uh, who wrote a poem originally in Latin about how the playing of all bat and ball games was to be kept out of the churchyard. <laughs> And I quote, bats and bears in such play out of churchyard put away. Wait, Uh, so so he wrote a poem for what should have just been a sign that says no ball playing? Yeah, yeah. And then it gets, and here's the thing. Eventually somebody left like a note. And I I think this is one of those, like, it's a very old book. And they're like, we don't know who wrote that. Uh, uh, Detailing which games were specifically not to be played in the churchyard. Uh, and they include tennising handball, that is T-E-N-E-S-S-Y-N-G, handball, football, two T's in fought, stoilball, and all manner of other games out churchyard. So what you're saying is like stool ball had a way longer history than any sport that we consider to be like real sports today. Yeah, quite possibly, but that is also assuming that stoilball is just the old Englishy way of saying stool ball. No, I think it's uh, Jerry Lewis saying stool ball. <laughs> stool ball! I just like the idea of, like, fucking, like, punk rock milkmaids going to churchyards and playing and being like, hey, stool ball's not a crime, yo. <laughs> yeah. Don't you knock down me, wicket. Yes, well, uh, one thing that I think is pretty interesting is is thinking about, you know, back in, in 1330, because it, it's already a thing if they're putting it in the church bulletin, right? If they have to say you can't play it in the churchyard. Yeah, if he has to write a poem about not playing at the churchyard, you have to assume that this is like a big thing, unless, like, there was a specific grievance that he had, like maybe the eight milkmaids playing the first game of Biddle Battle, happened to live in Winkfield, and they knocked the ball through a church window. In fairness, though, back then, all there was to do was, like, cobble shoes and then uh, go to church 
and then uh, get really angry about people not properly practicing religion. Yeah. That was like the three things to do. Oh, you could also get sick. Yeah. Then you get consumption. Uh, but I will say, uh, it does make me think back, and what would it be like if you had baseball in 1330? And of course, had there been baseball in 1330, you would probably would have had games called for plague. Just oh, like now. <laughs> well, it feels like if there was baseball back then, even then they would have been like, oh, this is rather slow. <laughs> I think even back then they would have been like, you know what? These seven inning doubleheaders are bullshit. I know we got a plague going on, but let's just play full nine. <laughs> yeah, this is this is not not to be done. But you know what? I'll bet people from the 1330s would have loved hot dogs. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Like, in terms of animal fat and protein, that's like three months in one hot dog for him, probably. Well, and can you, you imagine any modern price. food? Like, if you gave them any food, like, they didn't have spices back then. Oh, yeah. If you gave them any food, they would have been like, what is this? My mouth is exploding with flavor. This doesn't taste rotten at all. I think, yeah, yeah the fact that they they would eat it and not get sick would be yeah. like, you, you, your land has food that doesn't make you physically ill? <laughs> you, after you eat, you throw up, and then you shit yourself. A miracle yeah. place! Luckily, Taco Bell continued on the tradition of food that makes you sick every time you eat it. <laughs> oh! <laughs> That's been another Sports Throughout History! Bum, bum, ba, bum, bum, bum. Brought to you by the History Channel. There's just so much history. There's history of dolphins. There's the history of whales and planets, too. And there's also the history of the ocean and the land and Jesus. That's our show. Email us at twoandahalfsportsmen at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at SportsmanPod. Or check out all of our episodes on any of those major podcast platforms. 